right, here we go. It is uh, brand new, episode 84 of the Odd G's podcast. I thought we were doing the show yesterday. Yeah. Made the studio up, and Harry goes, I, I go, I sent you the link. He goes, for tomorrow? I go, oh, jeez. Yeah. You're a botched, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain you. But I know a lot of people out there were very upset with us for not doing an episode last week. We both like they get under, pissed. The, under the weather. Yeah. They That's get pissed though. off. Yeah. That's a good thing, Harry. You're yeah. wanted. I guess. I guess. But I, you know, I was way under the weather. I was I did not feel like doing an episode last week. I don't even feel like doing one today. You still sound like shit. I do sound like shit. You blowing yeah. that horn or what? What? It sounds like you got snot in there. You gotta blow no, the nose I, out. No, I'm 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 empty. Shop that shop vac that thing. Yeah. I gotta I gotta go out and put the tarp out here after the show. Because we've got another inch and a half of rain coming. All we do is every five or six days get like two inches of rain. Yep. Like wh- when did when did we like live in this like torrential We're in Seattle, uh, Harry. pattern? It's really fucked up. This is not Harry Mays approved weather. No, it is not. Um, although our guest is Harry Mays approved. Oh, yeah. he is right there. Look at him moving around the kitchen. The whole thing he can't sit still as usual. Jeez. No, I know. I'm yeah, actually in the I'm actually in the in the basement. I'm trying to get better reception because you guys are breaking up. Yeah. So, Can you imagine this guy up? actually being retired? Because I can't. I know. Yeah. Like you I could retire. I could. can retire and go away and nobody would ever miss me. But John Marks has got to be he's like he's got ants in his pants. He's <laughs> he's gotta be on the air. He's gotta be always talking moving. sports, always moving around. He's like a shark, Harry. Sharks, yeah. you know, they, they they even move when they sleep. Mm-hmm. What's going on, Johnny Marks? Yeah, what's up? I'm trying to, I, trying to, I can hear like, you. It's just breaking up. This is like a Mike Kern visit all Why? of a sudden. It really is. What, you got the, the Kern dial-up modem going there, I'm John? Getting, I'm getting dizzy. Yeah, seriously. We're getting, this is like a, a an episode of Cribs or something. Can you show us the uh, the car collection out there, John? I can see and hear you guys now. What's up? All right, here we go. Jeez. I think he's up in his like living room area oh, or something. He moved up to the uh, Mike Kern uh, Lazy Boy, the old <laughs> the Barca Lounge. Oh, the Barca Lounge, Gail. So how how is uh, it's, retirement? It's, it's well, it's still breaking up here. I can hear you. Uh, oh yeah, retirement's great. Yeah, yeah. you just I love it. The fucking oh, I mean, walls. Well, I mean, it, it's great until I don't get. I well, actually I, next next Friday I will get like a partial paycheck from some stuff, but yeah, it's great until I'm not getting paid anymore. So. Yeah, <laughs> every other Friday sucks. <laughs> well, that's what you got to do. What uh, Jason and I do, we just send the old lady out to work. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, listen, I, I was we were working on that, um, but I, I have some things that I'm brewing a little bit, so hopefully uh, a couple of those things happen coming up soon. You know what, Harry? It, it's it's tough to retire when you have a two year old. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm I I reset the clock. I uh, I'll be sixty two when she's done high school. Wow. So uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I still have to work. Wow. I'm not going anywhere. I'll be sixty when my my youngest is twelve. She'll be thirteen in June. So I'll be fifty two. I'll be sixty when she's out when she's eighteen and out. I'll be sixty house. in two years. Wow. Oh, wait, wow. I'll be 50, I won't be 60. I'll be 58. Yeah, you will oh, be. Okay. But, yeah. Harry, you're, like, younger than all of us because you have no kids. Right. Exactly. So you're aging, right. We're aging in dog years. You're aging in Harry years. Right. Do you miss talking sports for these last couple of weeks? 
Uh, no, uh, <laughs> you're broken up. I, I, I can't. I, I, you guys are completely frozen. What Should kind of Wi-Fi is out in Collegeville, Jason? Are you on your Wi-Fi or cellular data? What is going on? I hope I'm not on cellular data. data. No, I'm on my Wi-Fi. I'm I'm upstairs. Wow. How close are you to your router? When you call and you have uh, Wi-Fi issues, how close are you to your router? I'm like, well. I'm very close. Do I need to have a router next to my bed, next to the kitchen? How many routers do we need around here? I always thought a router was something worked on wood with anyway. A wood router. Yeah, no. So it seems like it's seems like I'm okay right now. But yeah, the router is uh, the router's nearby. I, do, I don't normally have any problems with with Wi-Fi. But uh, do I miss talking sports? I, I don't miss it even a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's nice to not have to deal with this Eagles mess that's going on right now. What a mess is that? Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, total right. debacle. Now, now, according to what I saw today, A.J. Brown scrubbed his his entire social media of anything and everything Philadelphia Eagles. And there was a players-only meeting where he was – Jay Glazer, I think, is the guy who had this. So it's not like it's coming from a local guy. They never get the stories, the local guys. Right. You know? right. Jay Glazer talked to A.J. Brown, and apparently they he said something to the effect that we have to start believing in our coaches. Start believing in our coaches it's the playoffs do you believe this shit yeah it's over he's a real leader he said that as he was scrubbing his social media of any reference to the team way to go there pal so so i've been i've been saying i've been saying this for probably since the even before the the losing streak started you got i i heard that aj aj and jalen's relationship was not good Uh and this goes back after the the sideline incident or whatever, I don't know what the hell happened, but teams that that are ten and one and are winning games and beating good teams like they were beating good teams don't fall apart like this unless there's something going on internally. Right. Yeah. So whatever the hell's going on internally, there's something going on internally. This is bigger than X's and O's. Maybe it is that the, that the players just are totally saying these coaches are idiots. Yeah. And let me say this: if that's if, if that's the case and and the players don't believe in the coaches. Sirianni's going to be gone. He's got to go. Once the season's then, over, and, yeah. yeah. Once once the season's over, and Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman have conversations and exit interviews, if everybody's saying, especially their trusted veterans, even if Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey, Kelsey and Fletcher Cox, even if they're not coming back and they're retiring or they're going elsewhere, you're, you're going to value their opinion. So unless things can change, if this is internal and this is a problem between the team and the coaches and the coaches leaving the team. He's got to be out of, out of here. I don't care if he won 32 straight games. This is going to change next year. So I, I believe this is in, as internal as anything we've ever seen. Yeah, if they, if they lose to Tampa Bay, I wouldn't doubt that he gets bounced the next day and, and Bill Belichick is interviewing for the job. I call the dude an Uber, and he's not even on the team flight, Harry. And I'm not a fire-the-coach kind of guy, you know? Yeah, but Tampa's not a bad place to get fired, though. If you're going to get yeah. left at the airport, that's a pretty good spot. No, you get to take a cab right to Mons Venus, Harry. Correct. Get yourself a nice uh, cursory, you know, drown-your-sorrows drink and a lap dance at Mons right. Venus, and you'll be all set. Yeah, I told Seth on uh, Seth Joyner on Twitter the other day that I got motorboated over there. Because he, <laughs> he brought up motorboat in his tweet. Yeah, like, if the Eagles get motorboated. And I'm like, I was motorboated once. <laughs> you paid 15 bucks for three songs to 15. get it Harry. <laughs> yeah you're right it's tampa jeez like those girls down there are all like six foot tall and 12s uh-huh it's a great place good spot 
Yeah. Yeah. One of the everybody. Uh, but I think they're going to win. I actually think they're going to win. I do too. Yeah. Tampa sucks. I mean, they won. Yeah. They got nine points last week in a must-win game against Carolina. Yeah. Let's not yeah. act like there's there's some yeah. kind of wagon. Yeah, I don't believe in this Baker Mayfield uh, renaissance. He's hurt too. Yeah, he is banged up. That's, That's true. Practice this week. Now their receivers are dangerous, though. That's the one thing that just you could just throw it up for grabs to to Evans and Godwin, and and they're going to make some plays. I, I agree it's with a, you, though. It's John. a bad matchup. Yeah, I, I think that it's a bad matchup. Yeah. There, there's some kind of bad infection though going on down there. I don't know if it is the, all the players. They don't seem galvanized even against the coach. It seems like some are, some aren't, and these wide receivers. I'll tell you, the wide receivers in the NFL, they're all fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I get why. Like they're alphas and they want the ball. Yeah, you know, and, they're and always they, open. Yeah, I mean yeah. they get targeted eight times. They make seven catches. It's still you've only touched the ball seven times. It's not a lot. So they they're always wanting more. And I think like the jealousy thing comes into it for them in a big way. Uh, and they're all fucking crazy. These receivers. But that is kind of interesting though. What John said that uh, you know there could have been a falling out between the quarterback and and AJ and you know they those guys have been friends since they were kids. We've seen that before, though. You know, it's it's kind of bizarre. Like, it, like if if Jalen Hurts can't rein this guy in, who is? Yeah, I you don't know? think anybody can. Well, I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's not like AJ Brown has turned in the to here in front of our eyes, right? Like, yeah, he's a diva, he's a pain in the ass. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, I I, I just don't hear I don't hear anybody. Like, you know, yeah, I never hear AJ defending or talking about Jalen anymore. And I don't mm-hmm. hear Jalen talking about AJ anymore. You know what I mean? Like if these guys had this close relationship, they're supposed to be best friends. They had this close relationship. Like, where is it right now? Yeah. Right. Like, there's, some, there's something, there's something that's internal. And man, I just don't know what you do because you need AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts isn't going anywhere. No. So, yeah. you know, unless you're trading him in the off season, he's, but here's the other thing. He's going to want a new contract. You think he's coming back for, for the current contract that he's under? Like I, I don't. I think he's gonna he's gonna want a new contract in the offseason. So you have, I mean, you have the potential. You go from being ten and one, and we should have known better. I remember saying on the air, I'm pitching myself right now. It doesn't seem like this is being an Eagle fan. This has never been like an Eagle fan I've been. And then just like that, we go back to being Eagle fans. But there were warning and, signs there, John. Um, they were ugly. They were ugly ten and one. Yeah. But they were ten and one. They were, but you know what? Like, yeah, like it, it's doing. You know this. You, you know this, guys. Doing doing everyday radio for so long. Like, there's there's only so long that you can you can shit on the team, and they keep winning and keep winning. I, I saw the same thing everybody else did. I saw them, you know, like in a lot of these games, be fortunate to win, but they were finding a way to win win games, and. The Kansas City win, it was like, all right, they, you know, a bunch of drop passes, but mm-hmm. still they won the game. Buffalo, they were fortunate to come back. Jake Elliott hit that 59-yard field goal to get it into overtime. So every game that they had, you could pretty much pick apart, but they were finding way to, ways to win games. And they were in the Super Bowl last year, right? right? Like they were they were that close to winning a Super Bowl last year. So it felt like that you had to give them the benefit of the doubt. And once they go 10-1, and one, it's like, all right, I can't crap on them crap on them anymore they're still winning games and boom just like that after winning the first three games of the gauntlet man and like to lose to a team like arizona and i mean honestly i think some of this i I think i think on on offense there's there's some some issues but on defense 
Um, you know, they gave up four drives of 70 plus yards in the second half, or 200 plus yards, 70 plus yards. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's just, is that because of coaching or is that bad personnel? That's both probably, but that's bad personnel. The defense sucks. And if there's something going on in the locker room and your defense sucks that bad, that's a bad football team right now. This is a bad football team right now. You get, you go out and get the hoodie. (laughs) Could you imagine him here? No. No, Jeff I, I wouldn't want him here, but you know why? Harry? No, I now no. too old. Yeah, yeah, I think he is a little too old. And if he doesn't have the right offensive coaching and the you know the, his he's his talent evaluation on offense is abysmal, brutal, abysmal. Yeah, brutal. I mean, he's been yeah. the general manager there for a long, long time. They've never had any good wide receivers. Brady he was went holding to nine Super together. Bowls though. <laughs> Brady was holding that thing together with a, a, yeah. a tin can and and string. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's uh, twenty eight and thirty nine since Brady left. Yeah, well, that yeah. lends to I, the I argument that I it was Brady, not Belichick. Yeah, I, I would already be on the phone with Mike Vrabel's agent, mm. and I would I'd be seeing if he's inter- he would be interested in coming here, depending on what happens with the Eagles on Monday night. Uh, he is he is one of the smarter coaches in the NFL, and I think he could handle a town like Philly as far as how how volatile we can be when you win and lose. Uh, you know, players he, coach too. That, that's the yeah no, and then like he he's he's tough. He is he's smart. I think the fan base would would like him. So it's a matter of like, all right, if it's not going to be Sirianni, because like, does anybody does anybody feel like? Well, if you get rid of Sirianni, like, where do you, who do you, like, no, there's nobody that thinks that with Nick Sirianni. He's done a good job, yeah. but it's starting to fall apart, and he has no answers for any of this at all. What, what about so, Jim Harbaugh? They, 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 absolutely. I'd take absolutely. him in a second. Yeah, I would, too. <laughs> I would, too. Yes. I think he, I think he goes to the Chargers, or the, the Raiders apparently are, are a, a possible destination for him. If I was him, I'd go to the Chargers. Yeah, um, that, I wouldn't I, go to I, the Raiders. I would see in a, in a yeah, no, I would. I wouldn't either. But he started his NFL coaching career with 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 uh, with the Raiders, so he has a familiarity with uh, with the, the Davis family. Uh, but I want to. I want to see. I want to see Harbaugh selfishly go to the Chargers because I want to see what he can do with that team. Yeah, because you know Justin Herbert can only yeah. be a great. You know, oh look at the talent and the raw skills and the stats or whatever. Dude needs to start winning. Mm-hmm. He needs a real coach. Yep, he does. Yeah. I always felt like the the Sirianni thing was volatile to begin with because it all felt a little forced to me with him. And maybe guys buy into that and the team bought into it and the way he kind of conducts himself. But I always feel like there's a little bit of like Harry High School with him. I never like fully immersed myself. Look, I didn't buy in with Doug either uh, until I had to buy in with Doug. But, you know, I always feel like Sirianni felt a little disingenuous to me. Hmm. He won. I mean, the reality is that that winning winning cures everything and yeah. the the nonsense where he's 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 yelling at the chiefs saying remember, yeah. remember last year after the indianapolis win at the press conference he was like that one's for frank you know what i mean like like he was so emotional because they had yeah. fired frank Reich, mm-hmm. and after the game and it's like what are you talking about like nobody cares you're the right. only person that cares frank Reich got fired like so yeah, frank, a little frank decorum Reich, here too fired little... again this year yeah, yeah. Yeah, how about Doug though? He he unraveled too. They lost five of their last six. The quarterback looks like shit. <laughs> All he does is turn the ball over. And the Doug Peterson isn't looking too good right now either. Oh shucks. Yeah, I broke out the Stunab meter, Harry, at the uh, oh you did of somebody some people replying to one of your tweets. 
oh, about Doug falling apart and, and the play calling. So I had to break it out. I went yeah. back and found it and dusted it off, put some new double uh, A batteries in it. Hair thing fired right up. It was going yeah. beep, 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 right away. The old Stunod meter. <laughs> I thought Mikey Miss had that. I thought you gave that to him. Uh, I should have given that to him as a, as a parting gift. Yeah. On that day yeah. when I called in, when he announced he was leaving. And I congratulated him, and he didn't want to hear it. <laughs> that, that I, I never actually insensitive. never heard that. I, ne- I never I, I knew you called in, but so he was not he was not excited about your phone call. Well, I was having text exchanges with Mike, and he's telling me that he's going to leave. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then I get a text one afternoon at like four o'clock from Tyrone saying, "Hey, can you call in to Mike? Today's his last show." And I assumed it was his decision, right, based on our text exchange. And I go, "Oh, Mikey Miss won't see him no more." <laughs> When I called, and it was like a moratorium. I didn't know that it was not his decision. Mm, right. So I'm like, "What do you got going on next, man? What's what, what's what's the big plans going forward?" And he's like, "I found out this morning. I don't have a job anymore." Wow. I'm like, "What well, you got, bank?" He sure does. Yeah, he yeah, sure he does. does. Yeah, I, I I was I was talking to Mike and and uh, I was recently and I was going back and forth texting with him and and I had said that. You know, just talking about like the finances of being unemployed. And he was telling me, oh, you'll be fine. And I'm like, how the hell you know I'm going to be fine? Yeah, I don't yeah, have your no bank account. Finances are. Right. Yeah, I haven't been making $600,000 a year for the last however many years or yeah, whatever. Keep going, keep going yeah. up. It's a little, yeah. bit, a little bit higher <laughs> than that. <laughs> yeah, well, Maybe I can yeah, get up there and tell yeah. you, Johnny Marks. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if I, was making, if I was making that kind of money, I would be fine right now. But I wasn't. Yeah. Part of the reason I'm unemployed. What was that like kind of rekindling your, your relationship with Mike? Cause I mean, obviously you were close with him for years. You worked with him and then uh, you became an adversary and you know, there were shots kind of thrown uh, beginning with him and yeah. By him. yeah. Um, so how, how was that kind of rekindling that? Is that all, is that all uh, water under the bridge as they say? Um, I don't even remember when, I don't even remember. It might have been the World Series. I saw he texted me at the World Series. We were in the, we of course Brazier. We paid for the the tickets, but Brazier was able to get us tickets, so it was in the same section. And he texted me and said, "Yo, are you in section whatever it was?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, well, "What what row are you in?" So I went up and I talked to him for a while. Um, and then from there it was, uh, I, 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 we we might have we might have like kind of made up before that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we're like we're good right now. We're fine. I, I I I don't I don't like like as he explained to me, he's like you know he's like you were going head to head against me. Like we were going head to head together, right? Like yeah. I, I no rules you know, like, I'm like I, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, like when my mom says, "Why am I reading that Mike said that you're very little talent and, and was ripping you on the air?" I'm like, yeah, I'm like I don't know. Mike was at my wedding. I certainly <laughs> didn't say anything about him on the air. You know what I mean, but like, but what, whatever. It's, it's water under the bridge, and um, and um, you know, Mike is uh, Mike's very active. I've seen recently on Twitter, he's been putting out some some hot tweets about McAfee. Oh and, yeah, uh, and oh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. okay. Oh yeah. It was Mike, a good one. <laughs> Mike, put the Twitter down, Mike. <laughs> Hello, Mike. Yep. <laughs> the old Jason Stark intro. <laughs> Hello, um, Mike. <laughs> yeah, leaving WIP. One of the nicest messages I received was from Jason Stark. He hit, he DM me on he DM me on social media, and it was like, wow, like you were you're like a you know baseball writing ESPN legend. So yeah. Hall of Famer, 
Hall of Famer, man. Hall, Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame writer, yeah. Hall of Fame dude. Just a great guy. Yeah. 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 Hall yeah, of Fame Jason's dude. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when my mom passed away four years ago, I think he sent me a nice note and, yeah, just a really good dude. Like, you actually do, you know, it's funny because we actually do meet some really good people in this industry, you know, of, yeah. of, of ego and insecurity is that's how I like to refer to it. And, you know, there actually are some, you know, really good people in there. And even though, you know, under, you know, the guise of war, sometimes things get heated and things get ugly, either internally sure. at a station or, you know, with the competition. But, you know, when the rubber meets the road, what the fuck are we doing here? I mean, we're talking about sports. Right. This isn't, this isn't you know, life changing. I think we have to remember that. Right. Yeah. Like, like Sal, so you consider Sal one of those people, Jason, Sal Palantonio? I haven't had any correspondence with Sal since I left at all. I, I don't think Sal's going to be sending any text at anything that has no. nothing to do with him. Uh, you had a beef right. with him? I didn't have a beef with him, but Sal's a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> when he would come yes. on every Tuesdays with Sal, the whole thing, right? I come on at five ten. I'd I'd call him up to get him on, and he'd be like, "All right, I'm ready." And I put him on hold, and Mike could still be pontificating. And if it was more than thirty two seconds, he'd hang up. I would hang up. Yeah, yeah and I call him up. back, and I go, "I lost you, sound." He go, "Don't make me wait." I'm like, I'm, "It's not me." Right. Mike's talking to Ingie. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Uh, you know, like, a, what am I gonna there, do? There was a great, there was a great Sal Mike blow up where he. Uh, he, what did he do? Oh, uh, so he went sister? on. No, this was your sister's this ass. Was when Vi and Gonzo were on the Fanatic, oh, and Sal, Sal wanted to call in. I don't know, maybe he was promoting something or whatever, but he called into Vi and Gonzo on the same day on Tuesdays with Sal. Oh. And Mike heard it, and Mike told him no Sal today. So of course, who's got to tell Sal that? You, you, me. Yeah. So who's I gonna do it? That. You, you, right. Johnny Marks. Yeah. Yeah, so I had to. And man, so Sal obviously was not happy. Uh-huh. So finally, like, finally, Sal's like, you tell Mike that I'm on the air. He puts me on the air. Or I'm never coming on the air again. Oh, and I'm like, times. all right. Uh, all right. And I told him, like, I, and I'm like, Mike, I'm like, just put him on the fucking air. You know yeah. what I mean? Just put him on the air. Like, enough yeah. of this. We put him on the air and everything was all right. But you're talking about two. And I, and I also think it's the. It's the era. If you think about if you think about the talent from that era, you're talking about Angelo. All these guys were writers pretty much at the same time. Angelo, yep. Sal, Mike, they were all Stark. Morgani. If, I mean, yeah. if you if you think about that that Philadelphia Inquirer, Stark Stark had that Stark as the baseball writer and the Phillies writer had a Sunday column where he was really the first one to do like the notes and the tidbits and everything mm-hmm. in the Sunday column. But you had you had stars that were writing for the Inquirer. But you also had a lot of big personalities, and that's what you had with Sal. That's what you had with Mike. That's what you had yeah. with Angelo. And then those guys transitioned into radio and TV and whatever, and they still had. I mean, look at the success that all those guys had. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, you could. It would never be able to be duplicated now, the way it was done then, because it no. kind of it, it opened the industry, and they needed people with credibility to give the 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 medium credibility. You know, the funny thing is too. I remember when, when Harry and I were doing the show, the midday show, Sal would just call in. Mm-hmm. He would call into any show just if he had some, and he'd call in to make a point, be on the air for four minutes, and then he'd hang up and immediately there'd be a fucking invoice in, in our uh, inbox for him. He would just decide, I, eh, I could use a couple extra hunch. I'll just call in, make a couple of points, and I'll 
shoot over the bosses an invoice. <laughs> I used to get them because I was the PD, the APD, uh huh, and management. I'd be like, Jesus Christ, we didn't ask him to come on. He just came on. He forced himself on the show. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. go to Sal on line two. How do <laughs> he, you know? Here's a bill. The prime, prime Mike, Mike Tuesdays with Sal with Mike Miss is was muscles and radio for years. Yeah. For years, those two. Mm-hmm. It was his it biggest was segment. I, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, on I mean, Tuesday, really, when no. you talk, when you talk about, when you talk about appointment listening in radio, which is what we, what we do. Jason Stark, 4.30 at Wednesdays, Tuesdays with Sal, 5.15. It's, that's appointment radio. Everybody knows it's going to be there. Got another good Sal story. I, I remember John Clark told a story, I think it was when. Oh, about tennis. About tennis. And Sal, as you would, can imagine, is like John McEnroe throwing the racket and shit. Mm-hmm. And John told the story on the air. No one thought Sal was like, anything's wrong with Sal or whatever. He just told the story and Sal like threw his racket or whatever. Sal was so mad. Yep. John told the story of him throwing his racket. He probably is like, if Sal gets wind of this conversation, he's probably going to show up at my door yeah. all pissed off. But in his old yeah, military so uniform. Back, yep. Straight out of the, the Navy. He's going to show up with a, with a bayonet. And, um, and one more Sal story. He, so where, where we, we had issues and, and, and like, I, I've seen him since and we're fine, but he, um, when when number when Chip Kelly and Howie were having having like the power struggle, yeah. and I remember it, it was Mike Mike was off that day, and it was like it looked like the Chip was going to quit. We didn't know what was going to happen, and then it came down that it's like Howie Rosen's being reassigned, and he was like in charge of equipment. I don't remember it was after remember year one. The, yep, it, after year one yep. of Chip. Yep, yep, and Ch- so Chip became like he he. And Sal called in and he was saying that this is a nothing story that Howie's not doing whatever. And I just remember saying like, Sal, I totally disagree with you. Like this is a power struggle and Howie has lost. I totally disagree with you. And that's it. That's all that I said. The next time I saw him, which was, we were at Xfinity live for a Monday night football game. It was Carolina against the Eagles. I was working with Sean Brace and, uh, and I, I went up to shake his hand and he looked at me and he walked away. Really? And it was because, yeah. And it was like probably a couple of weeks later and it was because of that interaction so wow. I went on the air. I, w- I went on the air and I, and I was just like, yeah, like Sal's is big time. And I was like, F him. So I started ripping him on the air. And the Hagen calls me in his office the next day and he's talking about sus- it's suspending me and shit. I mean, and I'm like, you're going to suspend you're gonna suspend me? Like, he's an asshole. He's a glorified caller. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 what are you talking about? Why am I getting in trouble? I don't know. Sal's a big deal to the like station. Do I have to break and out the quarter hour? It, do you, do you remember when, when Mike had, he had like at his new house, he had, he had, it was some kind of a get together. Yeah. And yeah. Tyrone was the first time I ever met Tyrone. The only time yep. I met Tyrone. And I, and I still hadn't talked to Sal then. It was still icy and it was still awkward. And I remember walking in, he had this one room that led to the bathroom downstairs. It was kind of like where the laundry was or whatever. Yeah. And I walked in the room and Sal was walking out of the bathroom the same time. Like I was walking in the room. In the mudroom. We like yeah. Right in front. Right. Yes. In the mudroom. Like right yeah. in front of each other. It was very, very awkward. <laughs> I was like, what's up, Sal? I beat <laughs> Sal in ping pong out in Mikey's backyard that night. He had like a 15 to six lead on me and I came back and stomped him. And then I beat him again. He was so <laughs> pissed off at me. He wouldn't talk to me. My wife's like, what is wrong with him? I'm like, I beat him in ping pong. She's like, who cares? The old lady was over there <laughs> out back and it building the fire. But, you know, I'll that's right. Him. She did be, build the fire that night. Yeah, That's yeah. right. 
buckled to the masses too, Har. Yep. <laughs> I, I sent you guys. I sent you guys this video after I left WIP. I had a bunch of longtime listeners that sent me like some old YouTube videos when we were playing Win Missinelli's Money. Oh God! At mm. Parks Casino, and Mike had lost. I beat him, and he was so mad. So mad. Yep, that caused so me a weekend to hell, Johnny Marks. <laughs> remember, remember the time he thought that Bruno was cheating? That was the same time. Was that the same one? Same Parks was yeah. on was Thursday. Bruno was on Friday. Okay, yeah. And that's Always when the uh, the, the Sean Brace and John Marks picture that was on the wall in the green room took a thrashing from the trash can. Because Mike is Mike is just I mean you can tell when he's biting that lip, right? And he is just pissed. And we go to sound off that day. Everybody and people are ripping him on sound off that Bruno won. And he just lost it. How's it good for me to and went fucking nuts? He was convinced the- that Robin was was texting him the answers or something. Yeah, she had the right? iPad. Yeah. And he had his yeah. cat with she him. Was, she, she was out, she was out on the on the the couch. Yeah. Mr. Robbins not texting the answers, Harry. <laughs> he lost, and we, he and I fought the entire weekend. Because oh. I said to him on the air, I said, he said, how's it good for me to look bad? And I said, the only thing that's making you look bad is your reaction to losing. And he lost it on oh, me. Geez. I'm sure he did. <laughs> that was probably not the most well-timed time for me to kind of say, dude, settle down. But we fought all weekend. And finally, I sent him a text on Monday morning, and I said, it's over. We got to move past this. I don't want to talk about it anymore because he wouldn't get on the phone and talk. Cause he always like, I'll send you an email or I'll send you a text. I no, I, I want to talk. And it was just out of control. And I'm like, uh, we either move forward or I'm going to find a new job. That's what I told him. Wow. And we moved forward. And it was funny. Cause after that, he and I had no problems at parks that day. When he, when you beat him, he had a meltdown after that. Cause of the light, it wasn't bright. He couldn't do his light. <laughs> light. Oh yeah. I and he walked that. off. He goes, so what do you think Martinez? And yeah. just like threw me under the, and, he go, and I, I rolled with it and said some stuff. And then he goes, and what else? And I go, well, let's go to break. How about that? He goes, go ahead. And I go to break and I couldn't find him for 20 minutes. <laughs> I had to go corral him. I could have killed him. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> but we got it. We got him where we needed to go. Yeah. And Mike did some, obviously some really good radio and um, we'll oh, see the best. who's, who's going to take over for you at uh, WI pay. Uh, Mike is Mike. Oh uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't um, no, I, 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 I was actually going to ask you guys. I would have thought they would have announced it if it was going to be Jack Fritz, unless they weren't sure if it was going to be Jack or not. I, yeah, I really I'm not don't. hearing that that's the case there, Johnny Marks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's I'm hearing it's they're claiming something it's a big bigger. name. Yeah. yeah. But be named it, at the end of the it month. It wouldn't. Say, is that what they're saying? That's what I heard from somebody. That what you're hearing. That's yeah, what I heard from somebody pretty well plugged in. I don't know who it is yeah. though. He doesn't know, and it's the person t- told me maybe they're you know waiting on a non compete or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. A non compete, huh? Yeah, but I, and I'm thinking, well, who would that? Who would who would that well, be? Who's all, your guess? Well, I, I threw a couple guesses. You know, I threw Mike and I threw the I threw I threw the guys. But no, they want to go younger. You know, this, that station leans younger now, especially. You know, they've kind of turned over from the older guard. But I don't know who it could be. Like Brian Cunningham says, Josh Innes, and I think no way that that is the case. I don't think they're no, Josh no, in. no, no. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a good mix with Ike, and they think they they obviously going to keep Ike there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know who it's going to be. I have no idea. You know, hmm. t- tune in and find out. Yeah, 
Coming yeah, up tomorrow, it, it, a major it, it, station announcement at three o'clock with Mikey Biz. Um, yeah. So who? So who would it be? I, I honestly, I, I have no I, idea. I don't even know. I have no yeah. idea. Well, who was who was the most uh, out of left field uh, recognition that you got, John? Like a message saying, "Hey, man, you know, best of luck." But like somebody that you were just like, "Holy crap!" I know you said, you know, um, Stark, but I don't. I don't mean like something like that. I mean like something where you were like, "Holy shit!" Richard Christie's wife, Richard Christie from the Howard Stern Show. Really? Do oh. you know him? Yeah she she is she is a um, she actually lives near me. They, mm. they they've moved back down to the area. She's from she's from up where I live. So she's a big WIP listener. Her and her 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 and her dad are big WIP listeners. So she sent me a message saying like, mm. "Hey, we're gonna miss you." Blah blah blah. So yeah. Wow. wow. That's great, Howard. Now what about this one? Gonzo, Gonzo. coming back from LA. Gonzo and and Ike. Eh. Eh, It doesn't. I would think it'd be more likely to be Colleen Wolf than than Gonzalez. (laughs) Now that would be something. Yeah. That's something. Colleen Wolf, Mike Garofolo. Would they leave NFL Network? Come home? I don't know. Yeah. Who who would you leave on network for radio and a company that just filed for bankruptcy? I don't know that I'm doing that. Could it be Mike Missanelli? I was uh, I had pushback on that. Like this guy goes, yeah, I, I either that or Miss Nelly and Bruno. Be Tony Bruno. No, it's not. No, it's not going to be Tony Bruno. No, um, I'm going young. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it would be Mike for very for various reasons, but also like right now the station's in a really good spot, and Howard Eskin's still a part of the station. Obviously, Howard yeah. and Mike don't get along. So to bring Mike uh, in, the last last thing you want to do is make things volatile again. They don't have the dough to pay Mike. They didn't have the dough to well, pay you. That too. Let that alone too. Mike. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like then, if they if, if they're gonna if they're gonna have dough to bring somebody else in, then you know it's like all right. Yeah, gonna, then they fucked you. Right. Like who's it gonna be? Like you did have money, you just didn't want to pay me. Yeah. But even though I was number one for six yeah. years. I mean, I mean, listen. It, it's um, I'm I'm quite happy with uh, with my decision. So I'll, I'll be curious to see, uh, you know, exactly just as a as a radio consumer, just to see exactly what they did. I I thought it would be Jack, just because I didn't know what other options they would have. Is he really ready for the spot? I think you know it would serve him very well to to do be nights. able to do nights for a while. Yeah, be able yeah. to do nights for a while. He's so good with the digital stuff and with all the other stuff as well, the social media. I yeah. think he could do it, but um, I thought you brought him along very nicely. Yeah, Jack um empowered Jack him a bit. Was my, Jack was my intern at the Fanatic. Uh when when I left and went to WIP in between, I was doing a website and Jack was working on the website with me. I didn't even then, remember him at the Fanatic at being Yeah, I don't either. Eric Camille wouldn't hire him. Oh, okay. Because by that time, Eric Camille had turned against me, and mm. anybody that was my intern, he wasn't going to hire. So, do, do you remember? The, do you remember the 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 one intern that they did hire? I don't want. I don't want to put his name out there. Joe Tuzio. <laughs> <laughs> they Pat hired Egan's him boy. over Jack Fritz. They did. Jack Fritz. Yes. Oh yeah, Camille, wow. Camille had some of the shittiest judgment in what we needed. Oh ever. yeah, for sure. Wow, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to, to piss on his grave, but um, if I would if I would have come in and, and they would have said, hey, you're hired to 
program the fanatic, I would have he would have been the first move I would have made. <laughs> wow. <Gone. laughs> Ryan says they'd bring in Josh Groban before Josh Ennis. Hmm. You yeah. raise me up. <laughs> that was actually a daddy daughter dance that song that we did for uh oh, it's a good one. For that one. Yeah, it, as far as Josh, I mean I, I think he's really talented. It would make more sense of the fanatic than anything else if they I were agree. to bring him in. But he I, I, he's not working with Ike. Ike's not gonna work with him. Yeah, no. So he's not going to WIP. Uh, that'd be a Molotov cocktail for sure. So you still listen to a lot of radio because I know you were a guy that always would listen to out of market stuff on on streaming and the shows out of Boston and like you were up on everything. Still do. Yeah, Houston. And you still yep. do that. <laughs> yep, still do. Yep. I was listening to Boston radio this morning. Did you take um, at least a couple of days to not listen to anything? Yes. Yeah, because the the show up in Boston, Toucher and Rich, they actually just went through That's a no similar more. thing where Rich yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, Rich left, so they just debuted their new co-host Hardy uh, last week. Hmm. Uh, so I, 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 this week was the first week I started listening to the radio again. I was listening to Dan Patrick this morning. I was listening to some national stuff. Um, yeah, and I was when listening I, to the Boston radio. See, when I got fired, I was out. Like it right. was so liberating. Now, I got fired on Halloween 2019. I was on remote at the Tilted Kilt with the Kaj. Mm. And I got the message late in the show, 120 from EJ. I need you to come back to the station after the show. Mm. And you know, when we're on remote, that's rare. Yeah. And then I texted him back and said, well, I'm going right from here to a sales meeting with our sales guy, Max. We were getting ready to close an orthodontist for like 100 grand. He's like, I need you to come back to the station. I'm like, I'm oh, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I go back and I got the zip. The yeah, I mean, I went back there and walked into Joe Bell's office. We regret to inform you that you're another headstone in the Cush graveyard. <laughs> I was like, you assured me this wouldn't happen when Harry left the show and you brought him in. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a corporate reduction in force. We can't replace you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. Here we go. 11 months left on the contract. Thanks a lot. Literally the day before I got zipped, John, we were we were doing a show, and I did the first twenty two minutes by myself because Anthony was late. <laughs> wow! And I got zipped the next day. <laughs> well, you've recovered well from it, Jason. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so great. Um, yeah. So, like, what do you do now? Like, what 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 are you going to do for the next couple of months? Like, you're under non compete. You can't do radio, obviously, but you're just going to kind of chill out and get your feet under you take like you, you really you had a little bit of breather between the fanatic and wi pay when you went over there to do nights because you had to sit out a bit but yeah three months but you were you were ready yeah, to get I've right back in at that time I, I i've been doing full-time radio in philly since 2006 so um yeah, yeah I, I i have some things i can't i can't announce it because it's not uh, it's not radio stuff but I, I have some things that i'm working on right now because i mean frankly I, I need to make money so yeah whether it's DoorDash. You're doing or, wedding and bar mitzvahs too? <laughs> right, exactly. But I, I do have some things that I'm working on right now that, um, that that will be cool, some content creation stuff. So hopefully that I'm able to uh, finalize that and get going doing that next week. Um, but outside of that, once my non-compete expires, it's a much different landscape than the last time I was, uh, I was, not, I was in between radio jobs. You know, there's terrestrial radio is a lot different now than it is, you know, than it was back then. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look over some options. Hopefully I'll have a couple options to do. If one of those is, is the fanatic and they're looking for somebody, 
Uh, I'll consider that if it's something else where, you know, like I haven't talked to Anthony, but if all cities looking to expand or something like that, you're like, yeah, I need to, I'm not looking to get out of the media. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's all, it's all you had to do I'll really look at all options and see what happens. Yeah. When oh, I got I out, I was, skills. yeah. I mean, I got out when I left WIP in 2011 and I was like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm done with this shit. I'm done with it. I'm going to go get a normal job. And I was climbing the fucking walls there. I was like, what am I doing? And I ended up going, that's when I went to the fanatic. So. Just not equipped to handle that. You got anything else, Harry? You've been awfully quiet today. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in uh, everything John has to say. What do you mean? I mean see, that's you why know. he's got to get back going again here. I'm not Thanks the show up. here. I make the yeah. guests the show. To... Yeah, well, you'll have to have me on again because I got a – my time limit has expired here. Uh-oh. All right. Get out of there. Go, yeah. go deal with your kids. Hey, Johnny, thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, oh, man. Great job at WIP. Appreciate you coming on, brother. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. There he is. That's WIP. WIP. Let's tell the people about our great sponsor, Harry, the Fudge Kitchen. It's oh, a great yes. time of year for the Fudge Kitchen. Well, you know, it's the official sponsor of Not For Long Media and the OGs podcast. They're a staple down at the Jersey Shore. I'm talking about the Fudge Kitchen and all six of their locations. Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, Ocean City. They make all of their fudge and sweet treats right in the store, guaranteeing a delicious product. Stop by and let them know that we sent you. And if you're not able to make, make it in person, no big deal, because they'll ship it right to you. Just check out their website, their website, fudgekitchens.com. Great stuff. And Shoreboy as well? Shoreboy.co. .co. Yeah. All right. What do you yeah. say we wrap it up there, Harry? We certainly said enough. Yeah, we have. Well, we didn't get into this Flyers thing. There was a, ah. lot of, a lot of news with the Flyers and Gautier over the last, what, week or so, man. I was like the hell's happening here all of a sudden their top draft pick once out yeah it, the whole thing is bizarre you know eight minutes into the game on monday against the penguins we all of a sudden uh, i'm sitting there in the press box and charlie o'connor leans over and goes Are you on your phone i go no he goes get on your phone i go why he goes just get on your phone and then joe seville came down the pr guy and said hey danny just made a move check your email and i see the trade and i'm like holy shit where did this come from and all the stuff that came out after and What's the reason why he didn't want to play here? And is it because he didn't turn pro? The Kevin Hayes thing was out there, which I'm not buying into. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know what the real reason is. He's given some vague responses that it's a personal matter between him, his family, and his agent. I don't know what that means. Mm. And didn't like, I guess, some of the way things went after he was drafted and decided to advocate for himself. Hmm. And I tell you what, you you put a real bullseye on you, not only with Flyer fans, but just in professional sports. When you're a fifth overall pick, yeah, and you decide I don't want to go, you haven't done shit, and you decide I don't want to play for that team, you right. force your way out. Now the guy they got, Jamie Drysdale, I think is a real good pickup if he can stay healthy. Yeah, tell right. us a little bit about him. I know he's a defenseman, but tell him, tell us a yeah, little bit about sixth him. overall pick in the 2020 uh, draft, and he's a guy that is very NHL today. Here, mm. great skater. Like he doesn't skate, he floats. Like moves mm. like my car, right? Oh wow, yeah, really, he really can skate well. And is a power play QB type guy, very comfortable in that role. Not a big guy, mm-hmm. but, you know, a lot of the guys in today's game aren't big. They do need some size back on the blue line, but he immediately slots into your top pairing right side and right shot defenseman or the unicorn. Hmm. And look, I wanted Goche here. I'm still angry that he's not going to be here because I believed in the player and the skill set that he brought. But the character red flags are, are enormous. Yeah. Um, but make no mistake about it. A right shot top pairing defenseman is more valuable than a goal scoring left winger. Mm. It's, there's just there's 
the, the value equation leans towards the right shot top pairing defenseman. And he's 21. He's young. Yeah. So he's been hurt a bit and missed a, about 70 plus games last year, missed a bunch this year. But if he can stay healthy and continue to develop under John Tortorella and Brad Shaw, then you got yourself one hell of a player and you did yourself a favor because you got a guy. And they got a, a draft pick too, in addition to that, right? Mm-hmm. A second round pick next year's draft, I believe. Yeah, 25. Yeah. So. Yeah. They have a lot of draft equity. And and what Cutter Gauthier, the whole thing did, was it galvanized the fan base, Harry. Flyer yeah. fans have been, uh, you know, cannibalizing themselves, infighting and civil war for many years now, and rightfully so. Disagreements on how to move forward and when to move on and all those things. And this brought the – there's nothing that brings Philadelphia fans together more than a guy that don't want to be here. Right. You know? Yeah. So – uh, that brought everybody together, and I think it was a real inflection point for this new front office hmm. because, first of all, it didn't get out that they were shopping him for multiple months. That's number one. They weren't leaky. And then number two, they snapped into, into you know, communicate with the fans right away. Danny hmm. has the press conference at the first intermission. Second intermission, Briere's at the radio booth. Keith Jones is at the TV booth. Dan Hilferty is at Snow the Goalie, and they all say the same thing. Yeah. You don't get a different answer depending who's speaking. It was all, if he doesn't want to be here, we don't want him here. Yeah. Oh, well, good. And Jamie Drysdale wants to be here, so. Sounds like they did all right. Yeah. So, yeah, so. there's your hockey uh, capsule that was in big. a minute. Yeah. That, that was, was, that was a potent hockey minute, Harry. It really was. And the Sixers have lost, what, three straight? Yeah. And Embiid's hurt. Oh, oh my God. I'm shocked, Harry. I know. It's just the same thing every oh, every oh. year. Yeah. Brian uh, says the fact that it didn't leak is amazing. That's three things now that didn't leak. The Keith Jones hiring, nobody knew. I, hmm. I when they said somebody said to me, I think Jonesy's going to get the job. What are you talking about, Jonesy? Hmm. Hey, Jonesy, get a job as the president? <laughs> Not in my lifetime, right? <laughs> that happens. Matt yeah. Mitchell four days before the NHL entry draft. Here, he's at the Flyers skate zone playing bubble hockey with his brother and his family, meeting with the team. Yeah. Nobody knew until after the draft, and then How, this. How's he doing right now? He's shredding in the K. He's he got is? the highest draft year plus one points per game average of any player in Continental Hockey League history. Higher than Ovechkin. Higher than really and Aaron Kucherov. All these guys. Wow. Yeah. If you listen to the Ruble Report with my buddy Scotty Lachlan, you know that, Harry. <laughs> the Ruble Report. <laughs> Coming up in 10 minutes time. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's I used to make fantastic. you listen to that. Oh, when, so when I would drive, we drive home, and he was doing the power play. Uh-huh. Now he's doing the morning skate with Gord Stellick, though. Okay, Gordy, yeah, Gord. Good, the <laughs> <To> beauty. <laughs> if you ever get a dog or a cat, you got to name it Gord. Gord, yeah, or Cam. <laughs> All right, yeah, get a hockey name, yeah, <laughs> Sally. Oh. All <laughs> right, on that note. Yeah, let's get out of here. That's uh, it. We'll see what happens on Monday, Harry. You're, you're picking the Eagles to win? Yeah, I think the Eagles will win. I, I just like the line when it came out, and now it's up to three. So, uh, obviously, I'm not alone in thinking that the Eagles are going to take care of business. And, uh, you know, they win this game, but then the next week, you know, trouble. Yeah, they're going to get trounced. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they will win the game, although it may be ugly. But I think they come out and uh, extend their season another week. So we'll talk about that and much more next week. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Episode 84, leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, Hit the notification bell there. That way you'll find out when we're live at all times. We appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time on the Odd G's Podcast. I don't know how I'm going to do what Mama told me. My friend, the boy next door.